Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I am your host, Chip Hazard. I am your host, Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And today, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be a very interesting episode. This is an episode that we have been talking about doing almost since the very beginning in the early embryonic stages of the podcast. And this is an episode that we're finally now getting an opportunity to dive into. And today's episode we are doing, actually, this actual episode is going to be a part one of a two-part series that we're going to be doing. And it's all about the top ten darkest conspiracy theories that actually turned out to be true. Um, Now, throughout history, the world, particularly here in the United States, has seen its fair share of conspiracy theories come and go. From reptilians disguised as humans to chemtrails. It's fair to say that the majority of these theories are more than likely just absurd. But from time to time, though a conspiracy theory that may have been thought to be ridiculous is shown in fact to be correct. In such cases, the truth can prove to be much more terrifying than any fiction that can come out of the human mind. The following are 10 examples of real-life conspiracy theories. Roger, you want to kick us off? Um, sure. Alright, so number 10 is uh, what is known as Project Sunshine. Okay. So, you know, it must be a good thing if it's called Project Sunshine. Yay. You, know. you would think so. You would, yeah. yeah. But, you know, despite uh, that jolly, teary name, uh, Project Sunshine was by far one of the darkest conspiracies I ever conceived and most horrifying to be proven real. Uh, that's because the project was commissioned by the U.S. Atomic Energy Committee and the U.S. Air Force. And it was designed to investigate the effects of nuclear radiation on humans in the environment. Well, how do you test out nuclear radiation on human bodies? Well, the U.S. government harvested and uh, used, often without the permission of parents, the body parts of dead children and baby. Oh, shit. Younger children, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Younger children typically have higher amounts of uh, strontium. Yeah, that's, that's it. Strontium. In their bones. Uh, that means their tissues are more susceptible to radiation damage. Thus, they make better test subjects for the project. Uh... <laughs> Well, I mean, in one case, I mean, at least they didn't use live humans. But at the same time, still, that's dead kids and babies. Like, I was like, they were literally cradle robbing. Yeah, they were cradle robbing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You don't, well, we've um, said it many, many times. You don't fuck with someone's final resting place, you know? I mean, you don't right. children in general. You know, many of the 1,500 sample cadavers were babies and young children that were taken from other countries including Australia and Europe. Mm. So crazy. Which, is, which I wonder how we got that, our hands on that. Yeah. Well, there had to be a whistleblower somewhere. Right. Um, uh, in, in this article that I'm looking at, it said that uh, an investigation was launched after a British newspaper reported that British scientists had obtained children's bodies from various hospitals and shipped their body parts to the United States. A British mother said that her stillborn baby's legs were removed by British doctors and to prevent her from finding out what had happened, she was not allowed to dress the baby for the funeral. Mm. That's wild. That's fucked up, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, um, so in 1958, uh, research for Project Sunshine was brought to Belgium. The scientists started doing tests that were slightly different from those previously done in the United States and Europe by analyzing soils in uh, agricultural regions instead of human bones. Um, They headed in two main directions, environmental surveys and experimental research in natural and in controlled conditions. Their goal was to see the side effects of strontium-90 in the soils as well as to see how it transferred to the grass and grazing animals such as cows and sheep. Uh, The animals which were 
or from which humans consume milk and meat. Researchers also looked for direct influences of strontium-90 by observing how well the contaminated grass and crops grew. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's not as bad. That's a lot to take in, too. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, that's that's not as bad, except for, I mean, they were experimenting on people's food at that point. Yeah. So it, it, it was going into to humans uh, anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it's better than, I think it's better than taking babies away from their parents. Oh, definitely. yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. It's crazy. Oof. Um, so in a 1957 article, Dr. Whitlock, director of health education in the National Dairy Council from Chicago, Illinois, discussed the impact of strontium-90 in the cow milk consumed by humans, concluding that the effects of SR-90 would not be detectable or detectably harmful to the general populace of the United States. And I quote, from the foregoing information, it would seem we have a long way to go before the presence of SR-90 in milk and other foods can catch up with the amounts of radioactivity to which we have long been exposed through natural resources, end quote. Wow. Uh, yeah, it says specifically referring to the natural radioactivity one is exposed to from potassium-40. Wow. That's a... Uh... That's an interesting one. Yeah, I mean, you know, we wanted to talk about conspiracy theories, and we we go dark from the, from the get go. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm, I'm I'm looking outside right now to make sure ain't no black SUVs pulled up in front of the house yet. No, we ain't that we ain't that important yet. Yeah, we're nobodies on that level, right? Yeah. Do we want to go keep going on to another uh, dark yeah. one? <laughs> Well, let's keep uh, on going down the rabbit hole. Why not? <laughs> Tell them you got the next one or you want me to get it? I'll take the next one. It's cool. All right. The next right. one is going to be Project MK Ultra. Oh, I've been waiting to talk about this one. Whew, okay, here we go. Lord Jesus be with us. Amen. Um, MK Ultra is one of the most known conspiracy theories. A gen The general premise now proven to be true was that the United States government was testing psychedelic and hallucinogenic drugs on unsuspecting American citizens and military personnel in order to investigate the visibility of behavior modification programs. Essentially, the United States government was testing mind control techniques on its populace and left many, to, many of its participants with trauma and even brain damage. There are plenty of cases of MK Ultra subjects acting violently or dangerously, and the fact that the United States government ha was so willing to endanger the lives of its own citizens without the consent is perhaps the most chilling part of the whole entire conspiracy. Now, when I first heard MK Ultra, immediately I thought Mortal Kombat had a brand new game out. Um, and then you find there is out a Mortal Kombat Ultra. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So immediately when I hear MK Ultra, I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's what you're talking Mortal Kombat. Oh, no, they're talking about something way different than Mortal Kombat. Um, you know, but when you talk about mind control, mind manipulation, and things of that nature, it, it, it reminds me, do you guys remember the movie The Manchurian Candidate? Yeah. Yep. That's kind of what it reminds me of in a sense, like sleeper cells and, you know, people you know, like that. Um, the original one with Frank Sinatra um, going all the way back to the early, early days, um, um, you know, Raymond Shaw is the kindest, gentlest, warmest, most loving human being I've ever met in my life. And they repeated that saying over and over. And it was like, they got, it was basically about brainwashing, you know? Um, and in the newer one with Denzel Washington, which a lot of people said was a better version of the movie, um, yes. you know, it, it delved a little bit more deeper into the idea of mind control and the idea of, you know, are your thoughts really your thoughts kind of thing, you know? Um, you know, because we look at it, and, you know, like, why do we like the things that we like? Is it because we really, truly like it? Or were we, you know, I believe, and I don't want to uh, go too far off of the subject, but uh, uh, a hip-hop artist that I like to listen to is a, is a hip-hop artist named Hobson. And he's got a song called Nocturnal Rainbows. And um, 
at the beginning of it, he goes, you ain't original. You were programmed to be you. The things you think of ain't even your thoughts. So let's step out the box for a minute. But this is before he starts going into his uh, his bars. But, I mean, it, 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 if, you, when you, if you look at it from this particular perspective, yeah, I mean, is it possible that the government could do something to control your mind, you know, and have a bigger influence on you than you think? Maybe. What do you well, what are you guys mean, thinking about that? Well, I mean, this has been that's not even a maybe. This has been proven to be real. Right. Um, yeah, surviving information regarding MK, MK Ultra was declassified in July of 2001, and in December of 2018, those declassified documents included a letter to an unidentified doctor discussing work on six dogs made to run, turn, and stop via remote control. And brain implants. Ooh. I mean, also, this is... So another messed up thing about this is that the town they did it in, they, so they did it, they put it in the main water supply. It was mm -hmm. a town of, like, around 800 people, but it was mostly old people. So they were, like, yeah. like they were trying to mind control people who were already losing their mind. Yeah, but... Just it, think about it. Yeah. Like, you take a drink from, like, the... If you just take a drink of water from the sink randomly, you could be having a horrible acid trip out of nowhere. Right. But, right, but but see when I when people think acid um, psychedelics and hallucinogenics, you know, um, which I I personally think, and this is because of my own research that I've done, psychedelics and hallucinogens, even though they are similar, they are kind of a little bit more. They're different, but they're similar. I can't explain. I can't you know I can't distinguish you know how I can explain it. Um, but psychedelics are more of like peering into the the, the 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 soul if you will like like dmt for example is a very very powerful psychedelic um so much so that most people joe rogan and a couple of other people who've experienced dmt um and i've I, I, we've talked about it several times i think alex jones brought it up on his uh podcast once um you know dmt is a very very powerful and it's it's not something that we create in a laboratory even though you can create in a laboratory but it derives from different plants it's in all it's, it's in the acacia plant which a lot of people believe was the burning bush that god manifested himself to moses in 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 the bible um you know there's a you know that psychedelic you know is enriched in dmt and a lot of people call it the god particle or the god uh, uh, acid or the god psychedelic because it makes you at one with nature and the world and all these different things. Um, now, I don't know if DMT has – because DMT, as far as I know, is still like a Schedule 2 or Schedule 3 uh, drug, which is still illegal. But you can still – ironically enough, you can still try to purchase it. You can still purchase it online if you – if you have, you know, the, the means to get it or whatever. Um, but it also reminds me a lot um, about this uh, video game that I used to play. Do you guys remember the uh, the video games uh, Manhunt 2? Yeah. That was yeah. very MK MKUltra. Um, you know, like, the obviously the first Manhunt game was more about a snuff film, but this one was more on the lines of, like, you know, MK Ultra. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'll send you guys the gameplay of it. Like, it'll, it's really, like, just... It, it, it'll blow your mind how similar the idea and concept behind that game is to the idea and concept behind the whole MK Ultra project. Um, right. So yeah, I'll quit talking. Uh, let y'all talk. I think I've been remembered a little bit too much. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, one other thing about MK Ultra is that they used uh, secret detention camps. So uh, in certain areas under American control in the early fifties in Europe, East Asia, uh, mostly Japan, Germany, and the Philippines, the CIA created these secret detention centers so that the United States could avoid criminal prosecution. The CIA captured people suspected of being enemy agents and other people it deemed quote-unquote expendable to undertake various types of torture and human experimentation on them. The prisoners were interrogated while being administered psychoactive drugs mostly um, lsd electroshock therapy and subjected to extremes of temperature sensory isolation and the like uh to develop a better understanding of how to destroy and control the human mind oh wow also one more thing uh there is a documentary on netflix called warmwood 
uh, and it's made by either the son or the grandfather of the main scientist of this, um, or was part of it, and he also was, um, that scientist was going to be a whistleblower, and he found out about it, and he mysteriously died, and it, like, delves into that part of the conspiracy, too. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, I mean, we just keep getting darker and darker here. We we really um, do. Yeah. All right, so you got the next so, one, Bubba? I, I do. And the next one uh, goes back a little bit further. We're going to talk about um, prohibition. You know, so, you know, in the 1920s, the United States government outlawed um, alcohol, right. liquor, made it illegal to um, own and consume uh, during the 20s. So this conspiracy doesn't have a particular name per se, uh, but it's one that has been subject to much discussion over the years, particularly recently. Uh, so during Prohibition, the United States government tainted industrial alcohol with methanol, uh, a commonly used antifreeze. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yep, in an attempt to curb the drinking of it. Reports differ on just how much methanol was added, though most agree that it wasn't enough to be lethal. However, it was just intended more as a deterrent than a punishment. On the other hand, it has been reported that there were somewhere around 10,000 deaths during this period as a result of the poisoning. So perhaps the intention was darker than we think. Hmm. Uh... Yeah, uh, it, it's on Christmas Eve of 1926, more than 60 people were actually sent to the hospital from poison alcohol. Eight of those died, and 23 more died throughout the holiday season. So eight died that night, and 23 more died during the season. Doctors were accustomed to alcohol poisoning by then. The routine of life in the Prohibition era... Um, the bootlegged whiskeys and so-called gins often made people sick. The liquor produced in hidden stills frequently became tainted with metals and other impurities. But this outbreak was bizarrely different. This time, it wasn't tainted gin that poisoned them. It was the United States government. Uh, the U.S. government took drastic steps to keep people from drinking during Prohibition, the 13-year period where it was illegal to buy, sell, manufacture, and distribute alcohol in the U.S. More enforcement was the government's answer to smuggled booze and moonshine. But for one source of illegal booze, the government reverted to poisoning. Um, and what they did was they redistilled industrial-grade alcohol with uh, methanol. The liquor that was intentionally produced... Or, yeah, the, the liquor was intentionally produced for things like cleaning supplies and paint, which then has unpleasant chemicals added so that people won't drink it. The government started requiring this denaturing, denaturing process, adding toxic and foul-tasting substances uh, back in 1906 for manufacturers who wanted to avoid taxes on portable spirits. So, uh, it goes on to say that during Prohibition, people would steal the industrial alcohol and repurpose it into something somewhat consumable. Um, so, what do you guys think about that one? I mean, does it surprise me that the government does this? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, although they did figure out a way to make it profitable. You know, put a taxation on all the alcohol, and I mean, every, I don't know, I won't say every five seconds, but I mean, you see at least one alcoholic beverage commercial on uh, on television every, you know, on every channel, especially, I mean, the, all the sports uh, uh, leagues are sponsored by at least one alcoholic beverage company, you know, you know, Coors Light's the official sponsor of the NFL, you know, you know, I think Molson's, uh, the Canadian beer is, you know, sponsor for the NHL and things of that nature, you know. So, I mean, it, it, it's ingrained in us, you know, and granted, like, the, the you know, 
we were born in the 80s and 90s. So, I mean, they were, we're, we were far removed away from prohibition at that point. Excuse me. But the, does it surprise me that the United States government did this? No, it, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, this one, I mean, it, it's pretty much how, I mean, they try to control people from illegally doing it, but it just made it more and more worthwhile for the gangsters to make their own and, you know, make money off of it. So it was pretty much counterintuitive. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. You know, and the fact that prohibition only lasted, you know, 13 years, uh, just says right there, you know, the government <clears throat> in that 13 years, they killed 10,000 people due to poisoning, but then figured, yeah, shit, maybe we should make this stuff legal. That way we can make more money off of it because then we can tax it and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean that, that whole thing can also, go down the the road to marijuana prohibition pretty much um you know which then again which i know I, I know the people look at marijuana and alcohol two completely different things you know i mean like i said i've never heard of anybody ever overdosing on marijuana but i have heard of several people dying of alcohol poisoning and people getting in cars drunk and killing thirty-three thousand americans die every year due to drunk driving and things of that nature you know a man smoking a joint is too high to too high to drive he in the back seat sleep you know what I mean? So. It, th that's the thing. That's not true. That's, that's the thing, you know, uh, with, with marijuana. You might have thought he was dead, <laughs> but he finna wake up hungry enough to eat everything, everything in your, your house. house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, st I, st I, still owe our, our, I still owe somebody a whole uh, thing of Star Crunches, but that that's for a different topic. That, that's a different discussion. Um, so uh, you got the next one, Roger? Yes. Um, so this one, to nobody's surprise ever, the government spying on us. What? Uh, you mean? Yeah, the, I know. You mean this? You mean this computer that I'm that I'm talking to you guys on has a video camera and they could be watching me right now? Your phone can also hear you. Oh Ooh. no! Well, I hope they're I hope they're entertained. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, there probably are 10,000 downloads, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I mean, dude, I've, I've seen memes where people would, like, have, like, these really weird fucked up conversations, and then the very next picture is a dude with his hands on his face, and, and underneath it, it says CIA or FBI or U.S. government or something like that. You know, I don't know. But anyway, I'll, I'll send you guys the meme. I thought it was funny. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, hold on. Before we move forward. Uh, I, I do want to take a, a step back for just a second. Um, we were talking about overdosing on marijuana. Uh -huh. uh, so this is from the actual CDC website. Okay. A fatal overdose is unlikely, but it does not mer mean marijuana is harmless. The signs of using too much marijuana are similar to the typical effects of using marijuana, but more severe. These signs may include extreme confusion, anxiety, paranoia, panic, fast heart rate, delusions, and hallucinations, increased blood pressure, and severe nausea or vomiting. In some cases, these reactions can lead to unintentional injuries such as motor vehicle crashes, falls, or poisoning. Sure. I have literally... So, so in the... I'm, 38 years old and I've literally never heard anybody having any of those ever. issues. No, yeah, ever. Ever. But dude, I could be so high, I could lose my mind. But I would never I everybody around me would be alive and healthy. You know what I mean? I'd be alive and healthy, you know. Um I don't think anybody gets high to the point where I mean, you can get blackout drunk and do a whole bunch of shit you don't remember. I've never been so high that I forgot everything, you know. So, but anyway. All right. Sorry. I just wanted to get that out there. No, it's fine. Uh, it's fine. So. Uh, uh, back, back to 
what you Back were saying, to the, Roger. The government's spying on us. Uh, all right, so uh, back in June of 2013, uh, intelligence contractor uh, Edward Snowden, who many people call a whistleblower and a traitor, uh, what the people call him a patriot, we're not going to get into that, but he released thousands of top secret documents to various journalists, which detailed the sophisticated intelligence network the U.S., in conjunction with several other Western countries, have been using to spy on civilian population around the world. I mean, that, that it's funny about it because that's always been like the longest running joke for years in television and movies and whatever, like the guy in the corner that was wearing tinfoil hat um, and Alex Jones. But, uh, right, right. But everybody called him crazy because for some reason people trust the government. I've never understood that. But even as a kid, like when I would see things like that, I'm like, I mean, they know everything about us. They literally give us a number from birth and they track us with everything we do. Why would they not be spying on us? Uh, so much of this spying was done through social networking companies. For instance, in 2016, U.S. government agencies sent approximately 50,000 requests for user data to Facebook, roughly 28,000 to Google, and about 9,000 to Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps the most disturbing part of the story is how the National Security Agency or the NSA conducted multiple espionage operations on U.S. allied governments such as Germany, Belgium, France, and Spain. Which does like these guys have been our allies for a while. I mean, yeah, we've had beef with Germany, but who hasn't? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, and as much shit as we talk about the French, at least you know we still got the French back. You know what I mean? You know, belt like I mean, I think as far as like allies to the United States, would you say the top five allies would be Britain, Israel, France, no. Spain, and I can't look who who else? Be Ireland? No, maybe I don't know. No, because Ireland and England are still at each at each other's throats over the the control of Northern Ireland, if I'm not mistaken. Bruh, they're literally on top of us. <laughs> Canada. Canada. Canada, yeah. It's Canada, the UK, France, Spain, and Germany are on top five. Should yeah. be. Uh, France, yeah, Spain, it... UK, Germany. Yeah, Canada. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I remember when this all went down in 2013. I'm like... Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, I do, yeah, too, yeah, people were tripping balls, and I'm like, "Yeah, you think? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you, have you ever read a terms and agreement thing? Like, literally say they can give their your information to whoever wants it, right? Uh, so I was shocked. Uh, they actually did a Snowden. I mean, they did a couple of documentaries and a movie of him. The Fifth Estate, uh, yeah. They did one with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing Snow. Dude, that was a good one. That movie yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the government's been spying on us forever. They literally have agencies to follow people. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it, you think you got the the NSA, which was created in 1947 by uh, President Truman. Uh, <sighs> you've got the Armed Forces Secretary... Or, security agency the uh and we get the cia created I mean, fbi, yeah, the FBI. Created, uh what was it uh jay eggard he literally created it so he could track people by fakely kidnapping somebody mm-hmm. yep uh you have the church committee um which was set up to investigate widespread intelligence abuses of the NSA, CIA, and FBI. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's so stupid. So wait, so wait, talking about, talking about, you mean a government-regulated associ- organization to monitor other government-regulated associations? Yep, yep. That, that that that's that's like that's like the blind leading the blind in a sense, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah, you would say so. But you know what they say in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is all seen. So, yep. Yeah, crazy stuff. Um, but but it, it, in a way, this one does make the most sense out of all the ones that we're going to be talking about tonight simply because of the fact, like, you ever be having a conversation about something 
and then it's like oh that would be pretty cool you know to do i'll i'll, I'll tell you guys the freakiest shit that happened to me recent not not recently this was been about maybe a couple of months ago um i was watching this um this channel on youtube stevie t is this little guy from canada and he plays like guitars and he does like a comedic thing or whatever well he was showing off his brand new house you know that he just bought you know thanks to the people on youtube that give him support and everything and he was talking about this plate which is basically um where you can get printed uh pieces of you know sheet metal you know and you can like put them on the wall or something that doesn't damage the wall because you don't use nails or anything like that it's like a magnetic strip things like that um so i was like all right cool that, okay that's that's pretty cool i wouldn't mind you know looking into that never got around to doing it never went to the website nothing Three days later, I'm going through Facebook and I see an advertisement for guess what? This plate. And I thought, yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah, like that's because your phone listens in on your conversations, right? I mean, you know, for advertising. There's a yeah, 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 and there's there's an actual video that's out. I think Facebook actually put a video out that said, you know, hey, you know, we hear you. You know, we're gonna get we're gonna give you this advertisement. And then I think there was this one guy who said something to the effect of, "It's like." gee i wonder why you don't hear about a lot of local businesses in your area doing this like why are they not you know cashing in on the market of you know hey someone talked about b's restaurant you know just for example b's restaurant over here you know it's in in you know in the in the chattanooga area you know it's been around for a long time blah 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 blah. you know like okay i might i might want to look into that someday and then all of a sudden local advertisement for b's restaurant you know um, they were talking about like, well, why don't they just jump on into it? Oh, gee, I don't know. Probably because they, I guess because they don't like the fact that their privacy is no longer theirs anymore. Does that make sense? Like privacy doesn't exist in the world that we live in anymore. Well, no, no. Privacy has um, never existed. Right. Yeah. It's, and I mean, it's less now than it ever has been. Right. Uh, especially since the 9-11 attacks. That's when... Uh, it went like overboard. the mass surveillance went overboard right but and hell even some if we're going to talk about conspiracy theories and we're not there yet but i mean there's a lot of people that believe that the 9-11 was an inside job and that it was you know you know we'll get into that at a different time but I, oh we will definitely <laughs> talk about that we will one. get into that at a different time um, you don't want to get me involved in that one that's a little too much right there I, okay <laughs> calm down daniel samara um so I guess we'll move on to the very. Is there any, unless there's anything else you guys want to talk about with this one particularly? No, I mean, um, you know, there's a lot of people think that they uh, that the government puts tracking chips in you when they give you vaccines or whatnot, which is stupid. I think that's completely stupid. That does not happen. Uh, what are they going to learn from that that we don't already put on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram? Like, we literally live our lives out in the open you know right they just they i mean they just use that to to track us they're not implanting shit in us they right. don't need to because our phones have gps to track us at all times like right which i mean which i'm a which I mean i'm a, I'm a christian and i'm a firm believer that one day the rapture will take place and then you're gonna see the 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 forced implication of microchips and things of that nature but that's not until like maybe it might be closer than we think who knows um but the the whole thing about the whole think about this they give you a number when you're born you have your social security number before you have your name don't you think that that's a little bit like hey you know they know who you are like we have to like when we we just moved into the brand new house we actually had to sign documentation through the united states postal service saying this is our new place to live you know why we have to do that so that the government knows where we live you know so to get taxes. right exactly so i mean <laughs> there's there's not a whole lot of gray area there they know where, when they know where we are so you know and, and i believe it was uh when i was working at tennessee Aquarium, there was a there was a girl that i worked with named morgan and um really cool go check out her book um uh, shades of amber pretty good book uh it's about vampires and it was during the twilight thing but anyway whatever um it's like 50 shades of gray but with vampires exactly um <laughs> no, no, like exactly like you hit it dead on the head exactly 
Um, Fifty Shades of Grey was a fanfic for Twilight, and then right. she said it was too gross, so they they should take away the vampire part. Just made it. It's like this ain't got a damn thing to do with the color gray. This is porn. But anyway, um, but she told me, you know, she told me she was like, well, do you remember what Shakespeare said? All the worlds are stage. We are merely players. Then I was like, yeah, I guess so. And then that's when my buddy, um, God, I can't remember, who, I can't remember if it was Robert or Jamie. He looked at me. He goes, "Hey, man, if the government is watching me. I hope they're entertained." And that's where I got that idea from. But anyway, um, so it kind of makes you look at the at the TV show Big Brother a little bit differently now. I mean, it's still a trash reality show, but still, you know, I mean, they had to get the concept from somewhere. Russia. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, all right. So we're going to move on to the next one. And I've actually never, this is one that I've actually never heard of. So I'm fixing to learn something today. This oh, you're going to learn today. Oh, you're going to oh, learn yeah. today. Gulf of Tonkin? 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 Oh, Gulf of Tonkin. Okay. Tonkin. The Gulf of Tonkin incident. Now, on August 2nd, 1964, in the midst of the Vietnam War, the USS <laughs> Maddox. What? <laughs> Let me say it how I want to say it. The USS <laughs> Instead of Vietnam and Maddox, uh, Maddox, 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 whatever, the U.S. Not Maddox. The Maddox. <laughs> Fuck you. Let me talk. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Before we kick this off, oh, we have to be serious. We don't want people to think it's a joke. I mispronounce one word, and he wants to whatever two words. Will you hush? <laughs> what you what you doing in this room? You uh, never mind. <laughs> Touche, touche. She's going to duff you. (laughs) Say what now? She's going to duff you. She's going to duff you live on the podcast. (laughs) It would not be the first time, probably won't be the last. But anyway, now let's get through this shit. So, on August 2nd, 1964, in the midst of the Vietnam War, the USS Maddox, on an intelligence mission along the North Vietnam uh, coast, allegedly fired upon a damaged uh fire was was I'm sorry was allegedly fired upon and damaged several North Vietnamese torpedo boats that had been stall st- stalling at the Gulf of Tonkin the Maddox was also reportedly attacked by North Vietnamese vessels on August 4th in 2005 an updated NSA publication was declassified revealing that there was actually no attack whatsoever on Maddox in August for on August 4th since the NSA's disclosure many have accused the US government of intentionally faking the incident to increase support for the US war in Vietnam Vietnam and to justify further military action in the region. In fact, on August 10th, the United States Congress passed the the Gulf of of Tonkin Resolution, a bill that authorized President Johnson to do whatever was necessary to assist any member or protocol state of the Southeastern Asian Collective Defense Treaty. Say that five times fast. The technique was also seen in the early 2000s when the government administrations of George W. Bush of the United States and Prime Minister Tony Blair of the United Kingdom asserted that the Iraq government was actively constructing and stockpiling weapons of mass destruction, promptly prompting the Iraq war. Later, U.S.-led inspections found that Iraq had, in fact, not been stockpiling or producing any weapons of mass destruction to begin with. Yeah, I remember that one particularly um, about the, uh, you know, Bush and Tony Blair, you know, believing, oh, we have weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, and they get in there, they don't even find a fucking super soaker. Um, so, well, they probably found one super soaker. No, I guarantee they wasn't a, even a super soaker. <laughs> it's, a, it's a desert country. Well, I'm... I'm it does yeah yeah i mean you can find anyway find water first then find a super soaker um they have irrigation yeah so how do you guys feel about this particular one in terms of the united states government faking an incident to bring about support for a u.s war to vietnam which a lot of people still believe to this day that go the united states going to vietnam was the worst military decision in the history of the country it was but uh, it was. I mean, it's a false flag, which I mean, we've had a few of those in our lifetime. Oh, more than I'd like to. Yep. More than I like to say. Yeah. 
They happen all the time. And they were just our country. Tons oh, of yeah. countries. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the the conspiracy behind uh, not not this incident in particular, the Gulf of Tonkin, um, but you, you touched on the um, it happened during the the George Bush uh, administration. Wait, in yeah. Two, yeah, in two thousand, yeah, it was there. Like, like there right. had to be a reason to go to Iraq um, because they said they were stockpiling weapons of mass destruction. You know, okay, surely so, it had nothing to do with oil. No, it actually, it actually didn't have anything to do with oil that time. Yeah, um, George Bush apparently uh, owns poppy fields in the Middle East. Yep, the opium fields, man. Yep, and uh, Wait, time on, time on. I thought China controlled the opium. No, you're no, <laughs> no. Um, okay. So that's why that's that's why uh, the, the U.S. and the United Kingdom uh, decided to invade was so they could protect those opium fields mm. or the poppy fields. Yeah, there's a lot of soldiers actually stationed by uh, a poppy fields mm-hmm. uh, instead of actual bases. Wow, it's crazy during the war. Yeah. That's crazy. All yeah. this time, I thought that China was a big was 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 a. But, but if you think about it, what's the big? But if you think about it, what's the biggest pandem, uh, epidemic we're facing right now, drug wise? The war on drugs. But I'm saying like opioids. The, opioids, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people popping prescription pills, and um, you know, which for I mean, it, it's almost like you know, and, and again, you know, I I'm I'm sorry. I this is just me personally. I don't. I do not believe marijuana is a drug in a sense of a dangerous drug. You know, cocaine, yes. Heroin, yes. You know, to me, I don't think marijuana is. I believe it was all a fucking. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to go on the soapbox. I just believe that it was Willie Randolph Hearst basically sm- providing a smear campaign. Yeah, you know, smear. You know, a smear campaign. For, for him because it was going to affect his um, wealth in the lumber. timber industry. Yeah, in the lumber industry. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, um, opioids, in a sense, it's I mean, a, yeah. It's a lot of money, man. It, it, it is, man. Yep. Oh, don't, I, I mean, don't get me started if, on Big if, Pharma, bro. I was just saying, <laughs> people don't think. See, I told you we should have just done our favorite conspiracies instead of yeah. <laughs> if it, Well, we'll get to those, but. I mean, if people don't think that the country is run by big pharma, or I mean, even the world is run think by big again. pharma, there's, there's a problem. Yeah, right. Uh, open your mind. Yeah, here's the thing. Um, I'm not, I'm not saying some of these. Men- of, Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's like you, I was say you can't make money off the cure. You got to make money off the prescription towards the cure. Right. You know, so and, you and, can't and, heal people. You got to just keep on th- like strong along. Right. I mean, and I can't really say anything either because I do, I, I'm on Wellbutrin right now, um, which is an anxiety medicine. And some people's like, well, you really don't need an anxiety medicine. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, motherfucker, you're not in my head. Shut up. You know, um, but who's to say that <clears throat> if I, who's to say that the effect that this Wellbutrin gives me and me smoking a joint would do the exact same thing? You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, if you lived in Seattle, you could test that theory out all the time. Oh, if I lived, right. oh, I lived. Oh. If, if if I lived in fifteen of the of the fifty states, and I could test that theory out, you know, twenty three. If I have right. a medical, if I have if I have medical, which which I've already said, I believe that by twenty twenty four, it's going to be legal in the entire country. I think. No, you don't think by twenty twenty four, sir, sir, you know how the South is. Yeah, it's it's going to be a while, um, but so so this this reminds me of a quote that i seen the other day and the quote says the the people the problem is not that people are uneducated the problem is they are just educated enough to believe what they're told and not educated enough to question what they're being told yep yeah I mean, of course it's bliss yeah Yes, and at the same time, I mean, there's a, there's the and, and I don't say that to say hear, you know, right? And, and, and I don't say that to say that that people are are dumb or stupid, I but do. a lot of people, 
will take what they're being told at face value and be like, oh, okay, you know, and and not do the research to prove or disprove what they're being told. Right. You know, and especially if you're trying to like if you if you talking to somebody who doesn't know more about the subject than you do, and it's almost like you're trying to tell them what's what because you heard it from this and it's like dude i got like you know documentation of showing you this you know and even if even after you show them the proof even still they're hesitant to believe you because of what somebody else told them first you know i like how people believe the guy sitting in his truck on youtube more than the actual doctors yeah we all know that guy we all know that guy he's wearing he's wearing he's wearing a an all lives matter hat wearing sunglasses he's got a he's got a uh he's got a uh a goatee uh he's in some white pickup truck uh, all right let me tell you the truth here guys this is what's really going on mm-hmm. bro you'd even graduate shut <laughs> right yeah like we're supposed to believe that guy yeah thanks kyle right oh uh, so, 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 so back to the gulf of so he's not even a Kyle. He's worse than a Kyle. Yeah, Brad. But uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so so back to the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Yes. Um. So Daniel Ellsberg, who was on duty in the Pentagon the night of August fourth, received messages from the ship reporting that the ship was on a secret electronic warfare support measure mission, codenamed DeSoto. Uh, near northern Vietnamese territorial waters. On July 31st, 1964, the USS Maddox had begin, or begun her intelligence collection mission in the Gulf of Tonkin. Captain George Stephen Morrison was in command of local American forces <clears throat> from his flagship USS Von Home Richard. The, the Maddox was under orders not to approach closer than 8 miles from the north coast and four miles from Han Ni Island. When the SOG command raid was being carried out against Han Ni, the ship was 120 miles away from the area that was attacked. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so they, the, the United States government used this as a false flag operation so we could go into vietnam and you know i mean as we said before it it, arguably the worst decision that the united states has ever done was to jump into the vietnam war right exactly that and korea i'm sorry i mean i'm sure there's that in korea yeah 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 two wars that we lost that we don't claim because we don't we didn't technically officially go to war yeah Exactly, but you know, but you know, I was saying, winners are the ones that write the history, you know. And even though we took that, took that L, we did take that big L, like fifty-six nothing L. Yeah, I think I've read, and it it might be, I might be misguided with this, but it says that there were more people, there were more United States uh, military personnel that that lost their lives in Vietnam. Um, during the time frame than there were during World War II. I think that's a little bit of an overstretch because uh, I think more people uh, died in World War II than they did in Vietnam. Not not U.S. soldiers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this, you know, as they're saying, uh, there were more U.S. soldiers died in Vietnam than they did in World War II. I'm like, ah, that's a bit of a stretch. I don't believe that one. Um, You know, they were maybe, you know, yeah, well, which I, I'm gonna... saying, I think the quote is saying that there's been that more American soldiers died in Vietnam than American soldiers died in World War Two. Maybe that's what yeah. it was then. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. You know, because they sure did a lot of a lot of our people did die in Vietnam then. Yeah, World War and II mo- came in late. The, the majority, and that's the thing, the majority of the deaths that took place um, were like booby traps, like MP mines and fucking. Like bamboo skewers, you know, smeared with shit, you know, that they would put in fucking, you know, tri- all trip wires, and you or you'd fall into pits and stuff, and you know, bamboo spikes so, uh, sharp to the fucking, you know, hilt, you know. So, 
Um, so I actually uh, found out a weird torture method they used. Um, instead of actually like spiking us, they would uh, actually put us on bamboo that was growing, because uh, mm-hmm. bamboo is strong enough to grow through people's bodies. So you would slowly suffer by bamboo growing through you. Whoa, yeah. that's like some Vlad the Impaler shit. Yeah, but turned up like a notch. Yeah, that's like turned up a way. You know, hell, all Vlad the Impaler did was just stick a yeah. big ass fucking stick up your ass and hung you up to dry, pretty much. I can't wait to yeah. be the most evil people so, in the world. Uh, <laughs> 291,557 uh, American soldiers died in combat in World War II, and 47,428 died in combat in Vietnam. So, oh, so way more in... Uh... Yeah, uh, the, the that was just in combat. Yeah. The uh, total U.S. casualties for World War II was uh, 1,076,245 and the total death casualties for the Vietnam War was 211,454. Okay, so as far as total okay, so in so total casualties World War 1 or World War 2 took it. But yeah. as far as combat goes it, World War 2 World War 2 still it. took it. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, let me just double check here. I think World War II was the uh, yeah World War II was the the worst uh, U.S. death toll ever. And the next closest one was the Civil War, where two hundred were two hundred and fourteen thousand uh, soldiers died. What about uh, the current war that we? quote unquote I finished um the Iraq war so they've got that the, they've got that yeah. broke down differently uh-huh. so the war in Afghanistan do. yeah so you have the um the war in Afghanistan which is from 2001 until now they're they're saying that the total death toll is 22,266 1,833 of those were in combat um and then you have the Iraq War, which was from 2003 to 2011. 36,710 was the death toll, and 3,836 were actual combat deaths. Wow. According to this. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Wars ranked by U.S. combat deaths. It's uh, World War II, followed by the American Civil War, followed by World War One, then the Vietnam War. Um, the Korean War, the American Revolutionary War, the Iraq War, the War of 1812, the War in Afghanistan, and then the Mexican-American War uh, are the top ten. It's mm. crazy. Yeah. Hey, so any okay out of the five that we talked about, bless you. Out of the five that we talked about <laughs> so far tonight, um, which of the five? Which out of these five did you would you guys consider the the most intriguing, the most interesting, the most? I guess the darkest of all of them. Uh, the first one, the Sunshine Project Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. I think that was definitely the darkest. Yeah, definitely the most disturbing one for me. Um, yeah, you know, which I mean, the the whole thing with MK Ultra. I mean, we've we've talked about MK Ultra several times. Um, and then, you know, the United States government spying on us, which is really not that big of a surprise. Um, uh, and then what we just talked about, almost like a false flag operation um, with that one. But, uh, but, yeah, definitely the Project Sunshine one was definitely a uh, one that was just, it, it, was in, it was disturbing on a whole other level. Yeah. Um, and then... Um... On the next episode, we'll have five more conspiracy theories that turned out to be true uh, for you guys. We'll talk um, about the first lady who actually ran the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll also talk about the United States uh, government's weather manipulation. Oh, the the Canadian fruit machine. Uh, <laughs> that one is. I'm that's sorry. Gonna be an interesting one. I'm that's sorry. Interesting one. That's going to be a very interesting one. It is. I, I promise you that. Uh, we'll also talk about the Dalai Lama and then Operation Mockingbird. Uh, 
So, you know, we look forward to talking to you guys about those five. And, and don't worry, you know, we're not going to do th these ten and just halt our talk on conspiracy theories. We promise you there will be more conspiracy theory talk. Oh, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot. you can tell, we have our ideas on conspiracy theories. Right. Yes. You know, like, for, for me, like, I mean, conspiracy theories are so intriguing to me whether you want to believe them or not they are very very intriguing and interesting um and you know kind of like it is with you know uh, the haunting of episodes where me and chip you know talk about goes he's a non-believer i am a believer but even though even though we may disagree on the validity of spirits the stories as long as the stories are interesting then it makes for great content, you know. And this is definitely, when we talk about conspiracy theories, it's definitely good content because it's not like people aren't actually talking about this stuff anyway. So, but, right. yeah. But thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode, part one of Dark Conspiracy Theories that turned out to be true. We have part two coming out very, very soon. Um, anything you guys want to talk about before we uh, go out today? Um, I mean, thank you for... Helping to reach that 10K mark. 10K! Yes. Thank you guys so much. Without you, it would not have been possible. Uh, I, you know, we, us over here at Movement Radio, we like to say we did it. But in, in all actuality, you did yes. it. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. If it, if it was not for you, the fans, uh, or as I like to call, our friends, um, if it wasn't for you then uh, there's there's no way that we would have seen 10,000 downloads uh, in the short amount of time that we've been doing this podcast. Our goal is uh, 15,000 by the end of July. Uh, we definitely think that's doable. 44 downloads per day for the next 114 days. Um, we need you guys to really help us out with that. Share, uh, share, 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 share continue you know what about continue downloading listening to the uh the thing we're not talking about share that's what he was saying share i was saying <laughs> share 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 this podcast share the, the link share the page share everything you know get people yes. to listen um, to it your mama your daddy your, your great grandmammy you like everybody like get everybody next door neighbor your next door neighbor the uh, hell your your, your yeah. bitter rival and enemy you know say fuck you download this podcast you know your kids. Your kids, sure, yeah. Yep. You don't know about that? <laughs> what are you talking about? Talon's great with kids. Yeah, I'm great with kids. What are you talking about? You know, oh. my, demonic, my demonic daughter screams right in my face every day, and I'm like, what do you want to do? She just laughs. That makes me laugh. Like, you, you little shit. Anyway. That's how I am yep. with uh, Isla. I'm like, you want to fight me or what? <laughs> oh, I ask the boys daily. They'll, <laughs> they'll come running through the house. I'm like, and they'll say something. Like, what you want to fight about it? <laughs> Trying to get dust up, right? Right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Some crazy, I'll tell you some crazy shit. This happened about maybe six, seven months ago. I'm wrestling with Malachi on the bed, and like he hits me with something. I, I take you know take the bump on the bed. I'm like, ooh, this little bastard hits me with the trust fall. I'm like, oh god. You know, I rolled. I'm like, oh god. She goes. He goes. What's wrong, daddy? I'm just doing what you do in the ring. And I was like, okay. And then that's when I took the Facebook and said to everybody I have ever hit the trust fall on, I am so so sorry. Dot dot dot. But I'm but I'm still gonna do the move. Hashtag heal for life. But anyway, so yep. yeah. Uh, but you know, as always, MovementRadio.us is your one stop shop for everything Movement Radio. Um, buy merch. Help uh, help us buy talent a new laptop. We really want to get some videos out for you guys, and um, the the current laptop that Talon has will not run video, uh, so we really we really want to do that. We think you guys would enjoy some of the video ideas that we've got in there. Uh, so MovementRadio.us, uh, comment, share, subscribe, all from there. Um, Absolutely, and and, and check out the Patreon channel as well. Patreon channel we. Uh, Got, you know we we got battle topics up there uh check out check out episode four uh where we talk about our uh, battle rap hall of fame you know our battle rap hall of fame not this boogered version that we found on the internet but not our hall of fame the only one that fucking matters uh the exactly the truth the truth hall of fame there you go That's right 
So anyway, again, and also go check out the archives. Uh, we just recently dropped our interview with uh, with uh, with Andrew Young of the uh, Warrior Workout Network. Um, as a matter of fact, as of right now, as we say right now, I don't know when this episode is going to air, but I have my interview with him tomorrow night. Chip and Roger already did theirs. And then hopefully soon we can get a roundtable discussion with everybody that should be an interesting episode uh just dropped the rock retrospective of corn that's going to be uh, that has already dropped we got a couple of more that's coming out soon also check out the poll you guys got to go to uh the movement radio uh, uh facebook fan page and go check out the polls that we got up uh it's going to be between uh non-point uh red hot chili peppers and blink 182 so definitely go check that out for the, for our next edition of rock retrospective um you know, a lot of cool, another episode of The Hauntings Of coming out soon. Um, man, just so much stuff that we got going on. And again, like what Chip said a minute ago, it's about you guys. We didn't get to 10,000 downloads. You guys got us to 10,000 downloads. And again, we thank you guys so much. We love you and we appreciate you guys. And I think that's the perfect way to end it. So thank you guys. We will see you back here in a couple of weeks for part two of this crazy conspiracy theory episode and we'll see you then chip let's hit him with the outro please do not leave without leaving a like comment share and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform make sure to follow us on all of our social media facebook twitter and instagram check out the youtube channel subscribe click that bell to get notified of our latest videos patreon.com and movementradio.us i am chip has i am talon williams and i'm roger sierra and this is movement radio god's plan <laughs>